Hey, you're now loaded up for Think Rank with David Barry, the think tank for thinking rank. If it's on your mind, it's probably on his mic. So join rank. We're all in this one together. Now here's your host, the reality of rank, the bull god himself, David Barry. Think Rank Podcast, episode 69. <laughs> 69. Outstanding. 69 of Think Rank Podcast. There is other podcasts too, but of Think Rank, there's six. This is number 69. Yep, we're over 100 with podcasts so far. Here we are, Think Rank Podcast. I'm David Berry, broadcasting live. Out of the Monster Bowl Mansion, high on top of a hill in Locust Grove, Oklahoma, sipping out of the Golden Cup. Why? Because I can. So, before I get into the podcast itself, I do want to um, talk about my website, MonsterBowl.com, in that you can go there and check out my scheduling for coach practice bull riding schools. We have a store there called the Gear Bag. And actually, tonight's episode of Think Rank is brought to you by Black Label Rosin. You need a little sticky in your life? There it is. We have it in our store and the Gear Bag. And so if you need a little rosin, something a little sticky, Black Label will make it happen. So we... um we got a coach practice this weekend. Been sold out for a long time, and but what really what I want to talk about is my St. Jude's and February, February eighteenth is my my St. Jude's coach practice. Hundred percent of what I make there goes to St. Jude's. We have a silent auction with that, and and so so if you have something that you know you feel like is a value uh, that you would like to donate to the auction, give Holly a, a shout. And she will uh, she'll hook you up on how how this works. If you're interested in bidding on anything, uh, same thing. Uh, Holly will tell you how that works and how does that work, Holly? She happens to be here with us now. Uh, the bidding is all going to be on uh, Monster Bull's Facebook page, just like you'd go on any auction on Facebook. And it's going to end at three o'clock, the day of coach practice, February eighteenth. And I'll take bids live and on deal, and I'll let everybody know both ways who's got a high bid. And thanks to the guys that have already donated. We already had some really custom pieces donated. And awesome. I don't have everything put together yet, but it's hats off to guys that it's just neat seeing that kind of work and special. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And, and, and you're talking about some homemade stuff, like handcrafted. Oh, handmade. Handmade mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Like so. handmade pieces of art that you can use. Yeah. yeah no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I think I've seen some of that 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 we were talking about, and that's awesome stuff that's going to be out there. So anyway, if you if you got anything you'd like to donate to to St. Jude's to the auction, give us a shout. Yeah, my and, number's on the flyer. Just call me, and we'll work it out. It's on the website too, huh? Yes. So, and then you can shoot her an email. Everything's on the website, monsterbull.com. You can really get a lot of info there. So. As we uh, move forward, I do want to remind you guys, I have a YouTube channel. It's David Barry Monstrable. We just got done recording, shooting a video, uh, another show, and I would look for that thing to be up pretty ASAP. 
hint, hint, Pat. With that said, it's uh, it's going to be a pretty cool deal. So uh, you want to kind of, uh, if you don't want to wait till then, you can go and subscribe to the channel, and then that way when it lands, you'll get notified that it's up and going. So a lot of cool little shows on that deal. All right, so what else am I missing out on? Oh, right now that's coach practice this month, coach practice next month. Find on the website or so, find my so number. The, like, so like, like coach practice this month and, and St. Jude's, that's just one-day deals, right? Yes. Those are, everything's on a Saturday right now. And, and then on a Saturday, okay, that's good to know. And then March. March will be like a spring break mm-hmm. that we do annually. And it'll, that's when we go two days or whatever. Yeah, I, I think that's like the weekend of the 18th and 19th or something like that during spring okay. break here. We don't, we don't have that date out there yet though, do we? No. Okay. I'll have it on there probably next week. Okay. Good. <clears throat> that's good. That's good. I like it when you're on top of shit. I try. Uh, 69, uh, episode, uh, think rank. So anyway, so. You've been doing all right. I mean, I noticed you've been cleaning the stalls now, and I haven't had to. My arm's getting better every day. I've seen you've been saddling on some horses and riding them. I even forgot my brace a couple of times, and it, I got by pretty well. I'm not saying that was a good thing to do, but there's hope. Well, I do know that neither one of us like donating, so you feeling pretty good about your horses that you got? I'm feeling very, very good about my horses right now. Best I've felt about them in a long time. You know, one of the things I've noticed about you is you've changed your attitude about a lot. And it's waved, you know, more like a an ocean wave has come in and wiped out the negative. And here you come surfing in on a, on a very positive vibration, or you could call it a wave. Well, I listen to Think Rank podcasts, and honestly, I... Hey, you live with Think Rank. I, I live with Think Rank, but when I have to go back and edit the podcast to put it on Spotify or to put it on... Uh, where Apple Podcasts, where the website, I actually get to listen to it more. I've got so many irons in the fire while it's going on. I don't actually get to concentrate that much on it, but I, I've, it's, I've been kind of paying attention and it's carrying over into my life right now. It's good. good. I can tell that. And it, it's, uh, I can tell that it's improving things, you know, so with you, you know, your personal, uh, personal life, if you will, and your personal life at the bar and horses and things like that, even monsterable business and stuff. I used to get mad and stay mad oh, yeah, about no a lot doubt. of stuff, and I'm not anymore. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm, I mean, I occasionally for a brief moment, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no doubt. So, well, all right. So, you got anything you need to bring up or say, or before I get into this topic of no, tonight? No, I'm kind of excited about it because I've been somewhat left in the dark about this all week and um i'm a spectator as much as everyone else this is new to me as it is going to be to everyone else tonight so i'm looking forward to it you are i am outstanding all right so me too first thing before i get into anything i want to clarify that i am an untrained professional i am very what would you say holly like um green no i'm not green anymore as far as what? Um, just my doing a podcast, like my topics and talking and stuff like, cause you see a lot well, of professional just, uh, people. Not, uh, out not there, green, you know it's just unscripted. We don't have like a format. We don't follow like, hey, this for two minutes, that for five minutes, this, then talk about this, then recap this. We don't have structure. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Right. 
So anyway, so and, and maybe that's why the four or five people that do listen to us, they listen to us, you know, um, because of that. But I wouldn't do this if I didn't think it helped somebody. And I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying if I didn't think it helped somebody. And and so that that so because I look back when I was younger and older, whatever I listen to stuff to inspire me. And 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 there's a lot of things when I was younger I wish I'd known, or heard, or learned. And and unfortunately I didn't until I got older. But anywho, so David Barry's Think Rank podcast tonight. It's probably going to be about forgiveness. Wow. And I know half of y'all just hung up, but that's okay. So, uh, because I'm going to be talking about a different type of forgiveness. You've always, you've, I've always told you that riding bulls was better than sex, right? I mean, you've, I mean, you've heard that. I mean, everybody's listened to me. He's probably heard me pop off that. It just, I was in Dodge City one time at, at this bull riding that, um, and I'm sure I've talked about this bull riding, but it was, it was pretty badass. The who's who of bull riding was entered in. It was in a barn, Dodge City, Kansas. And I, um, it's where I very first met the, the great Cody Custer, actually. But I, uh, was entered in this bull riding in this barn in Dodge City, Kansas. And I ride my bulls and shit like that. I remember getting off my last bull and just thinking, this is fucking better than sex, <laughs> you know? And the feeling I had, the just the motion I had, the just the, the, what was, what was coming from the inside out of me. I just, it was so amazing. And then I go and stand in line to get paid. And then of course there's who's who in line. I'm the only unknown in line you know to get paid but uh it was a it was a, it was a good line because i got to meet a lot of people you know but anyway leading into that is is that bull riding was better than sex to me me and bull riding me and riding bulls we broke up we separated we divorced later in life later in life and it was something extremely hard for me that I looked at something that I love so much from the first day that I can ever remember of wanting to be, ride bulls, not be a bull rider. I don't know if I've ever wanted to be a bull rider, but to ride a bull. And the day that I turned out, my bull at Fort Smith, Arkansas, pro rodeo, PRCA rodeo. That time frame from the day I first started wanting to ride a bull to the day that I turned out the opportunity to ride a bull, it was over. And that, that, that love that, that I had was, was gone. It, it wasn't gone. But it wasn't there no more. Does, does that make sense, Holly? I mean, how do you explain the fuck that shit, right? You couldn't touch it anymore. Something had changed. It was like in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? I, and I don't know how to... 
my love for riding bulls was like a relationship, uh, if you will. And I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know anything other than that. Right. And that's all I wanted. That's all. And, and, and when I say it's all I wanted, I really didn't even know what I needed to say that I wanted it. I was just so fucking revved up happy. And, and when I was getting on them bulls and, and the smell of that raws and the smell of that bull and, 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 and a lot of times him just throwing a fucking walleye fit in a buck and shoot and just craving that, just loving that, that moment, that, 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 that pain that was coming from inside that shoot of getting wallered in the shoot, loving that. And it was just, I, I, I can't even expl- I can't even put it in, um, words. Words don't do it justice. Mm-mm. No. And then I turn out my last bull or this, my last, my, <clears throat> when I knew it was over, I turned out my bull at Fort Smith and hang on a minute. Let me clear my throat before I cry. So it was, so, it was such like a relationship to me that just me and I'm going to refer to my love of riding bulls as a her. Okay. Because a lot of times when I hear a love song, I refer it to my love for my bull riding and not a girl. I, um, I tried so hard to try to understand before it, before I turned out, before it ended for me, when I knew it, I, I entered after that, but I, I shouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was just a joke, you know, right? I was just, so I was kind of like, actually, I was like the guy that just got divorced from his actual wedding or actual wife. And he comes to me and says, Hey, I want to ride bulls again. That was me. I just got a divorce, but not from a woman, from my love, my pure love. I didn't know what pure fucking love was until my daughter, Cheyenne Lane Berry was born. I didn't know. So that was in 96 when she was born. So talking previous, I only had that one pure love and that was riding bulls. And it come to an end. Well, the next thing I know, the bitch is dating this other bull rider. Right? She's dating this other bull rider. She's, she, my love. My, my dream that we're going to go to the NFR. We're going to win a world championship. We're going to fucking 10 days rock the house. I look up. She dating this other guy. And they made it. They went to the NFR. They won the world. I was so hurt and pissed and confused at the same time. Does that make sense? As all, I mean, am oh, I, no, no, am I right? Do, I, do we need to start all over and just no, shoot you're me? Do, you're doing good. You know what I'm saying? It's I real. Mean, today and today, like where I'm at today, later in life, I don't think back to my past. I miss her. I miss her. I miss everything about her. She was the smell of rosin. She was 
the smell of blood, the taste of blood, sweat, dirt. I've had my head stuck in the dirt so many times. We failed so many times together. We fought back so many times together. We've been to the emergency room so many times together. But she can only, it was kind of like there was a point in my life that I knew me and her was having problems. I promise you I'm not on something. Because I'm, I'm, th- I'm like, fuck, dude, you're on something. No, you're not. Holly, I, I, I felt like I knew we was having problems. But I didn't know how to fix them. And she left me. But she left me. It wasn't her fault. It was my fault. For not giving her everything that I was giving her before. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a fucking relationship. I'm, you know, as I've become, I've gotten older and I look back at, at what I had, what I fucking had. I mean, not, not what I wanted, what I fucking had. And I drove her off to this other guy. Now, with that said, I, um, I've in later life have forgave her. But there was a, there was a, a, a several years in my life that I did not forgive her for leaving me. I was jealous of who she attached to. I was, Oh man, help me with some words. Envious, um, envious, um, mad, mad at myself, regretful, regret, regret. Listen to me. It tried to fucking rip me from the inside out. For me to be even just here today, um, is, and only I know this is special. It's how bad I took it. This breakup. This breakup with my love. Not my dream, not my goal. My love. My love for my, my, that hand and that rope and that pull on me. And to have to counter that and get my head back in the middle of this fucking shit. Keep my balance. And she had me the whole time she had me. And even if I failed, she still loved me. On to the next. On to the next. On to the next. Well, I don't have the money for the next. We'll find a way. On to the next. She had my back that way. And then I let her down. And she moved on. My wheel to want it back was there. My desire to want it back, my wish to want it back was there. But my actual will wasn't there. And it wasn't fair to her for me to try to get her back because I wouldn't, I'd just been 80%, 75%. That's not fair to her. She attaches to 100%. That's why she attached to me to begin with. And then when I quit giving that, and then it seemed like each season, I start getting less and less and less, right? She stayed hooked with me. She stayed hooked with me until it got to a point where it was like, 
And she belled on me. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, huh? What's your your thoughts, Holly? I I like the conversation. I've not heard all of this before, but why now? What brings it on? I I don't know. Because I do Think Rank podcast. I mean... I don't know because I'm not. I'm, no, I I will. I only talk about what I've lived. I don't talk about anything other than what I've lived and felt. Right? I mean, I have to because I I don't. I'm, I'm the realest motherfucker you'll ever meet. I don't know how to ad lib something I've never done. But with that said, I had to learn to live without her. I had to learn to live without that love. I had to learn to, to move on. And the moving on wasn't riding bulls. So I had to learn to live without that. Hardest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Being who I am today, there is nobody or nothing that could ever challenge me and make me, make me blink, make me flinch. You can't. Because I had to learn to live without that. Her. Back to her. My love. You understand that? So nothing's going to intimidate me. Because moving forward intimidated the fuck out of me. It scared me. I had no fucking clue. I didn't know. I knew how to tie a knot in my bull rope. How to put what spur went on what foot. How to fucking put my, put a dally in my head and I nod for the gate. That's what I knew. And now it's gone. Now it's gone. Now it's fucking gone. And not only, now is shit gone, but if I'm, if I'm a bull riding fan, I gotta follow the motherfucker that she just attached to. You know what I'm saying? I never have been able to get away from it. It's lived with me forever. Forgiveness. I spent several years of my life not forgiving. And I ain't going to say wasted my part of my life there. But I will say I could have done a hell of a lot better job. But I couldn't have this conversation today if I hadn't lived that, lived through that, lived with that. Now I realize that everything changes. And I always tell the boys that come around me, being riding bulls competitively is short-lived. And then she's going to move on to the next one. So your competitiveness is short-lived. You'll always be a bull rider, which I never... I mean, to begin with, I never knew what a bull rider was. I just wanted to ride a bull. If that makes sense to you. So, so people say, well, you, you know, say things about me, what I look like or things like that. Well, I never said I was a bull rider. I just loved riding bulls. And I damn sure don't dress for your approval. So, but all the things that I thought I knew. All the things that were just there 
consistently there. All the things that I thought I knew, I'm having to learn again in a different, not world, or but a different time and a different way. Because she attached to me, and I didn't even know she attached to me, but she had my back. As I moved forward, I felt like I moved forward all by myself. I felt like I moved forward all all alone. That was how I felt. And, and now I know looking back that maybe it was true, maybe it was not. I don't know. But I learned that. And this has been a few years ago, maybe a few years ago. But I'd better put it behind me because I was trying to, I was trying to live in the past without riding bulls. I was, I wasn't letting go of the past. I wasn't letting go of what I felt, what I, what it was in my heart at the time. And it was trying to eat me up from the inside out by just trying to hang on to something that wasn't there no more. That relationship's not there no more. And, and it was just, you know, I, I, I was trying to like, why? What happened? Where'd it go? What'd I do so wrong? How can I can't get it back? What, what's, you know, I was just all this shit. I spent several years in that, you know, still winning, still winning, but I was winning in other things. I was doing other things, you know. People say, well, how come you don't ride bulls? Or why'd you, you know, why don't you ride bulls now or in the old timer stuff and things like that? Cause I'm not, I wouldn't be competitive like I was. If I can't, if I can't get on buck and bull deer at Snareburn Road and try to ride him, I don't want to ride a bull. I don't want to be a bull rider. I loved riding bulls. I loved conquering the beast. I loved doing something that was so out of control, but I was so in control. An eight-second blur. What's your thoughts, Holly? I want to know more about the forgiveness part. I, um, I, you know, so so in theory, there's not a her to forgive. It all come back down to me. I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive myself, and I had to do this because it was eating me up, and. I want more. I want more. I know there's more. I believe in more. I want more. But I was so fucking hell bent on trying to figure out my past, what happened, and not figuring out my future. And I, and again, my future, I was winning. I was, I was creating. I was, I mean, I wasn't riding bulls, but I was, I'm built, I mean, you can look at me now today and everything I have today is comes from when I quit riding bulls. I had to do something. I, I mean, to, to satisfy that, that craving. Cause I love to ride. I love to ride. And that's where the long hair comes from is I love to ride something, my hair blowing. It just gives me that feel of wildness. Like, you know, I'm a rebel. And I'm not a fucking rebel. I've never had a drug in my life, ever, period, nothing, period, nothing. But I loved riding, and and you can just, 
You can feel that, that energy. And that hair flowing just creates more energy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so that's just me and it. I mean, it's not that you got to do it to get it. It's just, just that's what does it for me. Do you think it can be better? Do you think you'll find something else? Now that you've forgiven yourself for that part of your life and the way you handled it? What's up? What'd you say? Okay. <laughs> you just missed the whole deal? Uh-huh. I said, do you think you can find something that you'll feel that way again? Do you think you can get better? Do you think now that you've handled, forgiven yourself and handled that better? That no. So I'll, never, I'll never feel that love that I felt then. There, there's nothing that'll ever replace it. So what do you do? Keep trying. Keep keep trying. Not searching, but keep trying. Attached to something that I'm passionate about, which is bull riding. Guys that ride bulls. Bucking bulls. That was my first love as a bull. My first love was a bull. So I, I'm attached to that, which is painful. I mean, fucking painful, because most people would just be like, fuck this shit and go, go do something totally away from, I ain't gonna go sit, I ain't gonna go watch a rodeo, I ain't gonna watch a bull riding. I don't fucking Dave. <laughs> I can't know, hell no. You know, I'm gonna torture myself from here to the grave. Because I love the guys that ride them motherfuckers. And I love the motherfuckers that's trying to buck you off. I can't get away from that. I cannot stop and say, hey, it was good to know you. Good to see you. We had a great run. Wish you luck. Move on. I just can't. And that's why I'm Raising bulls and raising bull riders. Is it easy for me? No. But it's what I love. Do I, um, I miss what I had. But I can't get it back. And that's where my forgiveness comes is that I forgive myself. For whatever, whatever I did to her and, and move her off to somebody else, I'm sorry. I won't let anybody fail in front of me. I won't. That wants to ride bulls. I won't. You don't get it back. You don't get your feeling back. You don't get that. <clears throat> You're going to move on because uh, everything changes. Life moves on. You know, I mean, when Lane died, the rodeo didn't push the pause button. Procom's going to be open the next morning taking entries. You know, either you're in or you're out. And for a long time, I didn't know if I was fucking in or out. I just knew I didn't want to be out, out. But I was, I, I didn't have that wheel, that. Uh, there's drive. more, huh? Your drive? Drive. That's, I call it wheel because winning 
is from the inside out. It it ain't how good your mechanics are and and how dressed up you are and how much money you got and whatever and how kin you are to these judges or whatever, you know, it don't matter. The will to win comes from the inside out. That's who's going to succeed. That's who's going to be sustainable eventually. You're going to have to climb over the privileged, but you're going to climb over the privileged, and you're going to be a badass and a solid one, a solid one. Uh, I like that goal, being a consistent badass. Yeah, no doubt. It's just like forgiveness, even though she don't love me anymore. It's okay. I got this. I still love the win. I still love the bull ride. And her breaking up with me can't change that. That You know, you can't change my love for that. For the ride. For that ride. I'm not a bull rider. I just loved riding bucking bulls. Why, I don't fucking have a clue. I ask kids now, what do you want to ride bulls for? I don't know. Good answer. Let's go on. Let's do this. You know? I don't, I hope you don't have an answer. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because if you do, you just made it up. Right? You can't explain it. No, you can't explain it. Fuck no, you can't. You know, you're uh, you're only human, and but if if you fucking dick around and wait too long, they're gonna be spreading your ashes, man. Don't wait too long. Recognize and forgive. Forgive yourself of your past. My past is not. A drug problem, any other, you know what I'm saying? My past is me sticking my fucking head in the sand, feeling sorry for myself, looking for answers, or asking, better yet, asking questions, Holly, that didn't have a fucking answer. But I didn't know that. I do now. And that's why I do Think Rank Podcast. That's why there's David Berry. That's why I'm here. Is so that you can understand that there is questions that don't have an answer to. Quit looking for an answer that the, that, that's not worth the question. And a lot of things in life that I found is that way. It's just that way. And if, and if you did, it's just to say that question did have an answer. What the fuck are you going to do with it? It's too late. Move on. You can't recapture lightning in that bottle. Once you got it, you got it. You can't do it again. You know, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. All the things I thought I knew, I had to learn again. That was hard. And that took time out of my life. My love to ride bulls. And just trying to figure it out. I was moving forward, but I was moving forward with a ball and chain behind me. You know? So, 
But anyway, it was just kind of like, uh, you know, how I lost. I just think about all the fucking struggles and the dirt I ate and the, and the emergency room visits and, and it was just, she was always there behind me, always there behind me, always there behind me. I get bucked off. That's okay. She was better than sex. She was better than sex. But when I turned out Fort Smith, she wasn't there no more. She'd moved on. I didn't. So, being me wasn't really easy. Being me now, outstanding. Being me then was was a was a struggle. It was tough, but I uh, made it through. Here I am to share with you guys that forgiving yourself sooner than later is better. And that's uh, that's my advice to you out of this little podcast thing here, Think Rankin, is that uh, you're, you're, um, when it's time to move on, it's time to move on. When it's, and, and, and that's, you have to forgive yourself of any f- past failures. In order for us to learn and get better, we have to forgive ourselves and acknowledge that that's okay. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? And move forward. And attach yourself to your passion, though. And that's the the hardest thing that haunted me, or not haunted me, but the hardest thing for me is I never got away from the industry. I never, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I'm the I'm the DJ watching you dance with my girl, you know? I mean, yeah, I, that's a good way to put it. I, I never got away from the industry because I loved riding bulls. And so um, that's what I got to say. You got anything to add to it before I sign off? What's the strongest thing about forgiving yourself? What's the best feeling thing? I don't understand. What What do you look forward to most now that you've forgiven yourself? Now we got us a game. There's it's like more. starting over. There's a chance, yes. I was I'm, I was done then. I'm not done now. You know what I'm saying? I would, you know. So so that forgiveness kind of really kind of gave me that permission to be okay. I'm done here, but I'm just getting started here. And you know, I was down at the shop with my dad just earlier, and he's what, 82. Working on a, a plow that plows the arena up for me, putting new teeth on this tiller. And, and it's like he's starting life over too. He just getting after it more and more and more, you know, and so, um, recognizing in life that every day's a new day, as you always hear, but it's true. And when I was in the past living, when I was in the past living, 
every day was like another day of reminding myself I'm a fucking loser. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a failure. I'm a, you'll, you know, basically that. I mean, I can go on and on, but, um, you, you should not talk to yourself as well as, as I have talked to myself. Again, nobody can intimidate me. No situation can intimidate me. Cause I, I, I mean, I've conquered the worst. And it didn't kill me. Now we got us a game. Now I'm back. Now it's fucking David Berry style. Moving on. We're going to win. Now we got us a game. Everybody's got a game. Everybody's got a game. But it, you have to, you can't just say, okay, I'm past it. You have to believe it, know it, feel it, and welcome the new sunshine, the new sunrise. You have to welcome it. You can't just talk your way into, okay, I'm over. I'm, I'm done. I'm good. You have to believe it and live it. And, and, and that's how you build confidence is live it. That's how you become. How do I believe it, David? Start living it. Start living like it. Your subconscious mind does not know real from, from fake Imagine. imagination. Start acting. Start dressing up like a fucking winner. You know what I'm saying? First, first and foremost, and, and my friend Dusty LaBeth, I used to tell him when he's a little fucking snot-nosed kid that'd stand beside you and fart and stink like a little, I mean, bad. I'd always tell him, I said, Dust, start your jeans, start your clothes, clean up, look right. You never know who's watching, listening. But then I always had to say, do as I say, not as I do, you know. But he still to this day reminds me, you know, you always told us to dress for success, act successful. That's how it works, man. You know what I'm saying? Brush the fucking dust off your hat. It's that simple. If you want to feel like you're a winner, just dust, clean your hat off. Clean your feather off. You know what I'm saying? Dust your boots off. Little things like that. Acting like a winner, looking like a winner, you'll start thinking like a winner because you're going to start feeling like a winner. And where you feel when you, your, your, your feelings come from your thoughts, right? And so when you look in the mirror, you've got to look at a, a, a new you. And that new you is going to start feeling like that winner. And pretty soon that slouch comes out of that chair. So now you, you're proud of yourself. You get excited. You look forward to something. No doubt. No doubt. For the, for the, for the sun, for the sun to set, you can't wait for the sun to rise. So, it's about forgiving yourself and forgiving your mistakes and good mistakes, bad mistakes. They're just mistakes. They're in the past. They're dead. They're in ashes. They've been scattered. Move on. But move on to a new you, a new day, a new you. It's kind of like if God can forgive you, who are you not to forgive you, huh? Absolutely. Absolutely. I lost a lot of money 
doing some stuff, event stuff, because I was just trying to recapture something. But I didn't know what I was actually doing. I lost a ton of money and lost a lot of things along the way, materialistic things that I had invented and created. Um, I made mistakes trying to move forward because I was trying to recapture something. Forgive yourself. Clean your fucking plate. Wash your plate. And then set it back down in front of you and fill your plate. Okay, guys and girls? It's the truth. It's the truth. Winning. Winning takes effort. Winning's not easy. Losing? Simple. Losing? Easy. Winning? Got to, got to fucking toughen up and put some effort into it. Try again. Maybe you got to try again and again and again and again. How bad do you want it? What are you willing to do for it? Losing? Anybody can do that. Go to the library and rent you that book. It ain't in the library. How to lose. It's that easy. Winning? The three-story fucking building full of books. How to win. Step one, don't quit. Step two, don't give up. Step three, try again. That's how you win. No magic dust. No magic formula. No magic nothing. Don't quit. Don't give up. Try again. That's how you win. And anybody that you look up to as successful... I promise you that was in their formula when they were getting started. And quite frankly, it could be still in their daily formula, even as they have become more successful. I can only imagine as you, as you become more successful, I don't think it becomes easier. I think it's the same. You got the same formula that it took to get you from here to here. Never That formula never changes. It doesn't like go away when you get to here and everything's fine. And people are bringing you shit and you're doing this. And you can tell people to go get you that and do this, whatever. I don't think it's that way. I think it's you still doing it yourself. I still think it's you putting in the effort. I think it, you, you know, your tribe has grown. But I still think it's still you as the captain. Of your ship. Don't sink the motherfucker. So. Alright. So anywho. I'm going to rock and roll off this thing. And uh, go to the shop. And uh, sip me a beer. And puff me a cigar. And. I don't know. I might even. Go down to the arena. And get me a bull rope. And get me some black label, label rosin. And rosin my rope. That says you like the smell. You're not getting on though right? Well fuck no. I ain't getting on nothing. Hell no. <laughs> Anyway, episode 69, David Berry Think Rank. God bless you guys until next week. Um, if you tune back in, we'll, uh, we'll see you then. God bless.